Welcome to Genius Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how to overcome everything as a leader. I'm your host, Anna Liebel, a mind shifter, helping male leaders in tech get out of the firefighting mode, become the proactive leaders they want to be, and enjoy the ride as they go. Join me every week for honest, insightful conversations with corporate, entrepreneurial, and academic leaders. We discuss their roller coaster ride of leading from their zone of genius and when they don't. If you find this show valuable, please subscribe and share it so that more of us can live a healthier and happier life. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, Genius Leaders, and welcome to another solo episode. Today, it's a, a topic that is close to my heart, and you uh, see that from the name of the podcast, Genius Leadership. It is about uh, leading from your zone of genius. And I want to explain once again, or in, with a bit of a different twist, why it's important to know your zone of genius and lead from the from that one, uh, both lead yourself and the others. And that is inspired by a conversation I had with one of my clients recently, and I thought it, it's important to bring that conversation or the topic of it uh, to the public, thus this episode. So I call this episode, Why Your Zone of Genius Brings You More Happy Money, and I want to break it down. So first of all, reminder, what is the zone of genius? Let's talk about that uh, very quickly. It's the flow of living. That's how I define it. It is that space in your head and in your life and design of your life that helps you to leverage the things that are your unique gifts, talents, powers. So that is a lot about the self-awareness, knowing what brings you joy, what you are good at, what gives you energy, and then designing, taking action, designing your life so that those things are big parts and big chunks of your time, of your activities, of your work and private life. So this is the zone of genius that we are working with here. Why did I say more happy money? That's because quite some of my clients are successful by the external societal modern metrics. They have the money, they have the material things, uh, they are successful in their work, uh, whether they're entrepreneurs or employees, mainly it's entrepreneurs (laughs) that I work with. But it's all good. Yet, there is the void inside. There is this feeling that something is lacking. They are spinning their wheels. They're grinding. And there is nothing wrong with grind, right? Uh, Being an entrepreneur, building your own business is difficult. But it doesn't have to be more difficult than it it already is by making it a choice of being unhappy. Let's say that way. And that is why I'm talking about the connection between living in your zone of genius and having the money that is actually happy money that is coming to you through the activities that bring you joy, that bring you energy, that feel uh, make you feel fulfilled because you're doing something that you're very good at and you that is also the uniquely you perspective and input to this world. That's what the genius leadership uh, is about. And I'll give you an example of... Uh, how it can go wrong with this client of mine uh, in in my mind. So he had a period when he told me, I'm I'm looking at my calendar and nothing excites me. I am tired of chasing money. And we started working with that. So gradually removed the things as much as possible that didn't bring him joy from his calendar. And we added the projects that would really feel empowering for him, would feel fun, would feel like he's really looking forward to them every morning. And with that, passion of his 
to these projects, he actually managed to make good money, better money than with the projects that he was taking on for the sake of chasing money. Because when you are truly passionate about that and you're freely sharing that, it comes back to you. And of course, I know that I'm now generalizing and simplifying things. There are a lot of factors in life that are not dependent on us and so on and so forth. But if we take the context of entrepreneurs, those who actually decide for themselves, and if we focus on your mindset part of this process, on the things that are within your power, things that that you can really affect and control, whether it's a downturn or not, and so on and so forth, we take those factors uh, to the side right now for this context of, of the conversation. So when you take those, this is really the energy exchange, whether it sounds woo to you or not, but that's how it is. Money is just one of the symbols or currencies, let's say, for the, for the, uh, for the energy. So when you give energy through love and passion to what you do, when you're good at what you do, it comes back to you. And firstly, it comes into your own resources of energy that you might feel exhausted after the activity. For example, you you're really love giving trainings because you know that a lot of things are done suboptimally in your area, in your space. And by training your colleagues on that or your clients on that, you really change how they manage to complete their tasks. And, and that really gives you a lot of energy. But um, in the moment, directly after the training, you might be very tired just because you give so much energy, but it's still um, investment of your energy because it go, gets back to you. You're getting uh, that back. But also it comes back with the money, with the appreciation of the others, with the brand that you built for yourself, with the sense of expertise that is associated with you uh, in your circle and so on and so forth. So that's what happened to this client of mine, that when he was getting the, the things wrong, he was taking the projects for the sake of the money without questioning how is that on energy level and whether that's really the best use of his expertise and his genius. And that was an energy drain for him. And because of that, he wouldn't show up fully for those projects after a while either. The, the client would still be happy because he he's good at what he does and he delivers. But it was not the right kind of exchange. And Ultimately, he also didn't have the energy for the projects that he loves, the projects where he's really in his zone of genius. And because he was taking those original projects for the sake of the money, and he maybe didn't see how the money would come through those projects that he loved, the choice of what to ignore or what to unprioritize or deprioritize was quite obvious. Once we started turning that and redesigning his calendar, making different kinds of choices, asking different kinds of questions to make those different kinds of choices. We got super clear on what he loves. We experimented and brainstormed on what that could look like in his work with those projects, what kind of clients that would be, what kind of deliverables and services that would be, so that he could actually enjoy the projects he takes on and that actually they are super profitable. He experimented with that. He landed some amazing uh, projects, he charged more than he's ever done before for some of the projects that he's doing right now. And he absolutely loves doing those projects. So that becomes another spiral. Both processes are spirals. One is downward, well, the other one is upward. When you are taking projects for the sake of money, for example, as in, in this client's case, ignoring what you're truly good at, what you truly love, and so on and so forth, 
you'll get into these um, chain of choices that you feel forced making to stay to stick to those choices originally. If you are managing to turn that spiral upside down and start taking making decisions and taking projects or deciding on your career and so on and so forth based on those metrics of what does make me feel good, what kind of people or clients do I want to work with, what kind of impact do I want to create, and so on and so forth, suddenly you are in that upward spiral where everything is different. The money comes sometimes from the places you didn't expect them to come from. The energy you have and the creativity that is just within you and (laughs) exploding all the time uh, also creates better results for you, your your business and your clients, Uh, your broader community as well, your family, your relationships, whatever it is. It all spills over because you are choosing, be honest to yourself. You're choosing by looking at what fills you from within. I might have not mentioned this uh, comparison on uh, on the podcast before but uh, for sure in my uh, content and on my webpage that following those metrics uh, external metrics of filling your bank account uh, filling your calendar uh, buying things and so on and so forth even having a body that looks a particular way and stuff like that it's like trying to fill an aluminum fo- uh, can that is sealed so it's closed and you throw stones at it, trying to fill it. When you're trying to fill the internal void with those external things, that's what you're doing. Those stones, when they hit the, the, the can, they do make noise, but they don't feel it. They never are going to feel that can. And when you make a decision to take on projects, to design your work, to build a company that is really aligned with your zone of genius, when you build a team of people who complement you so that you can stay in your zone of genius and delegate and outsource to the others what is their zone of genius, you manage to fill that can. You open it and you fill it. And that creates this effect of a happy life and having happy money. I honestly don't want to extend this podcast. I really just want to leave you with that reflection point for you, for yourself. Just take a moment today and think about it. How are you filling that can? Is it sealed and you're throwing stones on it? Or are you really opening it and filling it with something that will truly fill it and spill over to all areas of your life, to the people around you, to your business, to the other stakeholders involved in your career and so on and so forth. So reflect on that. Uh, let me know what you think. I'm posting videos every Wednesday on LinkedIn, announcing my new episode. And I am always grateful when if you go there and after you have listened, share your experiences, your takeaways, your reflections. If you feel comfortable, do it publicly under those posts uh, so that we can have some conversations uh, with others in the communities. But of course, if, if that doesn't vibe with you, write to me privately at info at annalibel.com or uh, on LinkedIn in the DMs. And I'm always more than happy to engage in the conversations, support you on processing the content from these uh, episodes, and uh, generally just uh, stay as a community, stay together, help each other, support each other, be there for each other. So thank you so much for being a part of the Genius Leadership community and talk to you on Friday. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Genius Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and share to help more people discover the show and become the better leaders. For more conversations about living in your zone of genius, connect with me on LinkedIn. Genius Leadership is an honors conversation about leading yourself and others. And it is my honor to be a guide in overcoming everything.